listening to the Girls in Property podcast, where we break down property concepts, speak to some amazing guests to learn from their knowledge and experience and support each other on our property journeys. Join me, Sophie, along with my property girls, Julia and Athena, as we chat property, the ups and downs, and we learn from our own experiences. Let's go. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm here with Athena. Hi Athena. Hiya. And Julia. Hello. How's everyone this week? Yeah, great. It's been a really, really positive week. It's only Wednesday as well, which is quite amazing really. Yeah, I've got a sore throat, so apologies for my voice today. But as an introduction to this podcast, um, it's a new year. I'm very excited. We've all got loads of new goals for our businesses. Um, we're going to talk about why we're here and why we really wanted to make this podcast and why it's important to all of us. So who would like to hear some stats? I'd love to hear some Let's stats. Let's hear it. <laughs> so recently, on average, the gender pay gap is still 12%. Okay, Women are earning a lot less than men. I read a really interesting article in Property Week, which is from April 2022, and their figures show that women make up 15% of the property and construction workforce. Wow, Can you believe amazing. it? amazing. There's a lack of women in senior positions contributing to a more profound pay gap. Interestingly, the flexible and serviced office sectors are outliers. They have more balanced gender ratios and are helping to address gender diversity issues in the sector as a whole. The need for flexible working, exacerbated by the pandemic, has led to many women going for an entrepreneurial path which I think we all recognise. And therefore, there's a group of hugely successful female entrepreneurs having an impact in the property market. Isn't that interesting? That is. is, It's it's shocking, really. You know, and it's so amazing to see more and more women. You know, when we go to these events and we see these events, you know, there's so many girls and and getting involved and it's wonderful. Yeah. Do you guys feel like it's a male-dominated industry or not so much right now? hundred percent. I think it is male-dominated. The, the biggest thing that I always find hilarious for me is whenever you go to a property event, the queue for the men's toilets is longer than the queue for the women's <laughs> toilets. And I went to the theatre the other day, and the queue for the women's toilets was bigger, and I just thought it was hilarious, the fact that there's so many men to women at these events, and mm. I can wee a lot quicker. It's quite wonderful, really. What do you think the barriers are for women? Um, I think it's, it's for me personally, you know, it, it wasn't the, the norm for women. And I think we do still live in a, yeah. a world and a society where women are still seen as kind of, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that because it's construction or because it's this. You know, women should have the babies and stay at home. And, you know, although we're moving forward in that, mm. there is still that prejudice. I also think it's a confidence thing. Yes. Um, when it comes to men they seem to have a little bit more confidence in what it is they go out because where the old-fashioned rules of for example the man is the person who brings in the money they're put in a position where they need to go out beside outside of their comfort zone to try and make the money but with women they will go to a work and they might enjoy it it's also a comfort zone sort of situation where if you're comfortable you're not going to look or seek any other opportunities because you are happy where you are. Mm-hmm. And it's not a world for everyone, the whole entrepreneur sort of lifestyle. So Yeah, I think every woman's got a story to tell of an experience where they may have been treated differently Definitely. if they've been a man. Have you guys got any that you can speak about? Julia, you must have some. <laughs> you must. Um, I've got a few, I've got a few. 
To be honest, there's many that comes to tradesmen. Um, I think it's also the aspect of people looking at you and assuming that they can get away with stuff. Um, for example, my painters and decorators, um, they looked at me, they made a joke saying, how old are you, are you 12? Um, so rude. Very rude. And so rude. That's awful. And I turned around and was like, no, and they thought it was my mother's property or they thought it was my father's property. I said, well, no, it's mine. But then it's that sense of jealousy that kicks in. So you can't win in that situation um, because it's either they take the heat out of you or it's either that um, they think it's someone else's and when they realize that it's your property business and it's you who's done it they think it was either because you've got rich parents or because of this agenda that you need to have some sort of wealth to even get started mm-hmm. in property um, and anyway when they got into painting because I didn't kick them out at that which I should have because it was a massive red flag Definitely. they ended up stealing my paint no um, they stole your <laughs> They stole my paint and they gave like a water, uh, like there was this really other different type of paint, which obviously left loads of marks on walls. And that is it was atrocious. Just, yeah. Oh and my God. I don't know about painters and decorators, if any of you are listening to this, but... <laughs> don't do that. Um, <laughs> and don't put silicon all around my walls. Um, <laughs> all around. Oh my God, that is literally um, so bad. <laughs> so you've got like white on top of the oh. sort of walls around. Um, just do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, so actually there is properties that I just do myself because mm-hmm. one, I enjoy getting a bit dirty and this is a thing in property. You don't necessarily need to do it with someone. It's something that you can acquire and do yourself, but whether you want to do that is another situation. Mm-hmm. You might not have the time. So there's loads of pros and cons when it comes to it, but I think um, because if a ma- if I was a man, they would have taken me a lot more seriously. They probably wouldn't have asked me for my age. Mm. And they definitely I wouldn't think, have asked you for your age if you were a guy. I definitely think not. it's also the aspects of, they think we're delicate human beings. Yeah. So they think that they can get away with all of these things without us putting on our high heels and stomping on the ground going, actually, no, this this is how it's going to go. I think for me, because obviously I've, I've obviously watched you as well, Like I think for some women, things like that would actually stop them in their tracks. They'd be like, I don't have the confidence to do this. I can't mm. do this. I'm not good enough to do this. Um, and this is what all of my experiences are going to be like. And that is just simply not true. And what's been amazing about you, Julia, I think by watching you is your level of confidence where you can literally just be like, do you know what? <laughs> I earn a lot more than you. And <laughs> I, you know, I, I can do so much more. So I just think that you, you know, every time I hear these stories or every time, you know, I just think to myself, how amazing you are and how far you've come and how you, you keep like, seconded yeah and keep like pushing forward and being like you know what on to the next and the yeah. next ones are better not and i have to say not every single person is like that there oh. is a lot of guys out there who support women in property tremendously and, and really go forward with it don't get me wrong confidence wasn't something i had at the start yeah confidence gets built through experience exactly and so but don't give up don't ever give up keep going and just believe in yourself like the thing for me that I've always learned is if you don't believe in yourself nobody else is going to believe Mm. in you so so don't listen to anyone who tries to put you down pick yourself back up shake it off do whatever you got to do do even a little jiggle dance if you got to but just keep going (laughs) yeah definitely and for example with networking events going back to that Mm. is when I started my property journey 
I never intended any networking events. Wow, that's crazy. None. And for about three years of my journey in property, not you wouldn't see me at a single event. Three? Three really? years. Because I would, whenever I thought of networking events, I would think people who are a lot older than me, mm-hmm. they're going to not want to talk to me. Yeah. They are going to think and assume that I don't have experience nor knowledge. And it puts your confidence down when you're doing mm-hmm. it already and people are assuming the opposite to you. And I think the mindset is all of this is such a powerful tool. And so almost I was protecting my mind to from people who would give me false beliefs, you know, because I thought I was going to go to a networking event and people would tell me, you can't do this you're too young because whenever I went to agents that's what they said whenever I approached landlords so I thought what's different and also with men and I just thought there's going to be so many men there and they're going to think that you know like I'm not going to have a girl who's going to be there by my side and did you get Um, an experience with this well now I host um, networking events. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say. So, and I, the reason though is because of confidence. Mm. I didn't have the confidence to go, well, this is who I am. This is what I'm going to do. And I don't care what you think about it. I care so much about what people thought of me that it stopped me from my biggest potential because I was scared. I, I let fear overtake me. Yeah. And actually, in the age we're living in, there's social media everywhere, there's comparisons everywhere. Oh, <clears throat> definitely. You can see what everyone's doing you only see their successes you don't see any of the hard work of failures and and it's really hard when you've got all this noise around you so I think you just have to you know put one foot in front of the other keep going keep going keep going and slowly prove your success I almost that's all that matters I almost shut everyone out for the first three years of my journey I shut people out it got me started and it kept me going and it built my confidence. But if I could go back, I wish someone just told me, just don't be scared of fear. Like, yeah. because it sounds ridiculous, but the only thing stopping you from your fullest potential is the fear of failure. Yeah. But you don't fail until you stop or you don't fail unless you let someone else stop you. Mm-hmm. And it was the aspects of keep going. And if I networked with people a lot sooner, I would have got more business partners, more opportunities. I would have put myself out there. And rather than seeing things in such a negative point of view, I should have seen it like, wow, I'll be the only woman there. Mm. Yeah, it's huge visibility, isn't it? Massive. And we're gonna do another episode on uh, visibility, marketing yourself, social Perfect. media, because it's just so important. So what yeah. about you, Athena? Well, for me, I I basically went to my first networking event, which was actually, so I'm from Bournemouth, so I went to the Progressive Property Networking event in Bournemouth, which I highly recommend, it's absolutely fantastic. And I remember walking in and there was absolutely a sea of men and people. Yeah. And I walked in and at first, it, it's very daunting for your first one because you just see lots of clusters of groups of people all together and you feel by walking up to somebody, you're almost interrupting their conversation and so it can be a little bit mm. challenging. But what you just have to remember, always remember is, is that everybody started in the same way. Yeah. Nobody was born talking in property, at a property event. Everybody has felt the same way, etc. And actually, the majority of people are so welcoming, so kind, and you've just got to almost allow yourself to feel the fear because it's an important feeling to have but allow yourself the ability to overcome it as well and to say okay i'm going to address the fact that this is a really scary situation let's um 
let's overcome it. And you know what? I didn't do this myself, but for people out there who are just thinking to themselves, it's just too much for me and, you know, I just can't do it, take a friend. Yes. Take a friend to your first one. Have a friend there as backup, even if they're not interested in property. Mm-hmm. You never know. Take a friend, go together, get a couple of G&Ts down you, you know, a <laughs> bit, bit of Dutch courage and just go in. Just go in and enjoy yourself. Because the thing that I'm learning as well, which I think everybody can be, um, um, what's the word? Um, Aware of? Yeah, but like guilty of. Guilty okay. is the word I'm looking for, is that you don't, you don't enjoy the journey. You're so focused on the end goal and this is what I have to achieve and this is what I've got to have by the end of the year. And actually it's like, well, hold on. What was my Tuesday like? What was my Wednesday like? Mm-hmm. What was something I really enjoyed with my week and the journey that I've had so far? Mm-hmm. And going to these events once a month is just part of that journey. And and almost going over and someone saying to you, oh, what have you been up to this month? And you're going, oh, I've done this and this. And they go, wow, you've done a lot. And you go, Oh, have I? I have done a lot. And actually, you've got this sense of pride that comes Mm. over you where you go, actually, do you know what? I am proud of myself and and it's good. I saw a video and it was of Kobe going, loads of people ask me what is the definition of success? And they think I will say my Bentley or I'll say my helicopters. The definition of success is the journey. Journey. The nights that you maybe stay up a bit earlier. It's the ups and downs the roller coaster and enjoying that because once you reach success then what's left but what's what's key i think also is it's your journey as in as an individual it's your journey Mm. and i'm i'm guilty of this too because sometimes because i'm starting out in property i've been doing it for a year now i'll sometimes see you know your post julia or your post sophie and you're both doing absolutely amazing (laughs) and it's just sometimes i've just got to remind myself okay that's incredible but I'm, you know, I'm enjoying my journey as well. And this is what I'm doing in my journey, etc. Yeah. which is great. And I love that we're doing this. I love that we're doing it together yeah. because it, it can be lonely as well. When it can you're be lonely. Alone. And we have this support network between us. Yeah. And I've just had an idea for a girls in property meetup. Love which we should it. definitely Amazing. do. Love it. If you're listening right now, message us and we're just going to do it. Yeah. We'll get a spa. Let's, <laughs> Let's do it. Hotel. We'll we do like to networking. eat food. Let's eat food. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, can I give you a couple of real word examples? Examples of me being a woman in a man's world. Love it. Yeah, let's so, go for it. Bit off topic, but my background is scuba diving, and I became an instructor when I was 18 in Thailand, and I was on this really busy island, Koh Tao. You may or may not have been there, um, and I took my CV around all these dive centres to try and get a bit of freelance work for the summer. And this German dive centre took me on for a few courses and stuff. Walked onto the boat, me, young, tiny, blonde girl. I'm a diving instructor. Um, and surrounded by the other instructors who were huge German men. And they just looked at me like, what the hell are you doing here, you small woman? (laughs) And I was like, "Ah." (laughs) And they were awful, abusive, like disgusting, um, treated me completely differently. And after day three, I was in tears to the owner saying, your guys are awful that, you know, you can't, they can't be treating me like that. And they said, oh, it's, it's just a bit of banter, you know, it's yeah. nothing. Banter. And I said, well, I won't Love be that working. Word. Yeah, I won't be working in this environment. Goodbye. Went back to the school where I trained and offloaded on everyone. And they were like, you're fine. Move on. You're good. Like your work is brilliant. Just keep going. And so I just kept going, worked for different dive centers and showed that I'm a great instructor and 
that proves itself. So it's, it's more their attitude, right? You went and built your own scuba diving centre. Yeah, then I went and built it. <laughs> Let's not forget that bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was interesting, actually, because we had a lot of cultural issues to deal with. So Simon and I moved to Indonesia. We'll do a whole episode on this. Built a scuba diving resort. But um, from day one, when we arrived at the island and took a ferry, they all took my bags for me. Oh, no, you, you can't carry that. We'll carry it for you. Do you remember? Mm. Simon's nodding. Um, and then we were constructing the resort together. Um, and I remember the guys who were digging the well for us, I'd go and chat to them and ask them to do things. And they completely ignored me. They just carried on working. Wow. And I was speaking into Indone- like, can you hear me? Are you okay? <laughs> and we just let them go. And we said, look, there's two bosses here. There's two people in charge of this. And you need to so listen to So they would respond to Simon, yes. but not to you? Yes. I think it's just yes. But it is a cultural thing. So there's quite a few layers here. Okay. And what I learned to do as a woman in Indonesia was to say, my husband and I would really like it if you do this. But you shouldn't have to. <laughs> I know, gosh, I know. Gosh. So we are ridiculously excited about this podcast. I feel like we um, can share our experiences, which have been a complete roller coaster, and I'm sure we can all be completely honest with what we've been up to, because we can all learn from it. And we've got some really exciting guests as well who are going to tell us their stories, their experiences. We don't just want to interview property people. We're going to talk about business, mindset, confidence, lots of skills that people need getting into the property business. Um, What are you guys excited about? I'm excited to help people open their mindset, get out of their comfort zone, overcome fear and just see the magic happen when you sort of collaborate all of these things together and just put in the action, the hard work to then deem the rewards, you know. Love it. I'm looking forward to just encouraging everyone, like women, men, everyone, like let's all just go forward, you know, reach out everyone because we've all started literally and it's just a wonderful Thing to do and wonderful things to be a part of um so yeah re- reach out and um and we can all we can all help each other and let's go eat and go to a spa and be merry <laughs> <laughs> so um we always like to talk about property disasters the juicy bits the juicy um, bits <laughs> julia would you like to start <laughs> so um I will tell you a property disaster that I caused accidentally. We were doing a little refurb and we had a shower put in and obviously the shower needs silicon around and I got, I wanted to move quickly, let's move quickly and I got my cleaners in there and they started washing everything, cleaning everything and obviously there was no silicon so it starts dripping all the way through down Um, and it was brilliant (laughs) and I didn't notice um, until I walked downstairs and I realised a massive puddle dripping and it made it was horrible it was horrible and then we were wondering why is it dripping my handyman came in goes did you put the shower on like no why he goes because the shower seems clean and there's no silicon and in my head I thought ah so it's something that I've learnt um do not you know try and speed up the process just sort of let the handyman and the you know refurb team finish and then try and get your cleaners in oh my god how did you fix that so my handyman came in, put some silicon on, <laughs> and then um, we had to repaint, and also we put anti-mold paint just in case, yeah. um, but we would let it dry. We put a radiator above it, nice. all of that sort, but <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. It was What's like a puddle. Um, we had a recent one. <clears throat> we had a recent one where tenants called us 
and the back door wasn't locking and they said oh we're worried we'll be burgled it is a big security issue so I got them to do a video for me most maintenance things were like send us a video and we'll see if it is a problem or if you can fix it or if we send someone out so they sent a video of them properly locking the door you know lift the handle turn the latch and then just opened it again so it's right. definitely broken so I sent my locksmith round and he investigated and the lock had corroded from the inside because of a leak that was going into the door and the door was full of water. Oh my God. The door was full of rainwater. Uh, So uh, he punched a hole in the bottom of the door and it just all, like the door um, was full of water and it just gushed out into the garden. So you lock. Fix the leak, fix the door, and we're good again. Oh, my God. So quite a small thing turned into quite a big thing mm, then. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never knew doors could flood. Didn't right. know that either. There you go. Now we know a door can flood. <laughs> What's yours? Lesson of the day, door can flood. <laughs> um, my one was, so for my very first tenant that I ever had with my very first buy-to-let, um, uh, I basically asked that no pets were going to be allowed at the property. And time and time went on and a year went by and I got a call from my next door neighbour. Um, now, my, my buy-to-let property was actually in Milton Keynes and I was in Bournemouth at this point. And I got a call and I wasn't expecting their call. And they said to me, Athena, sorry to call you, but we can't go into our own back garden because of the smell coming from your house. And I was like, oh, no. what? What are you talking about? And they're like, it's the smell from the dogs. And I went, what dogs? And they went, the three (gasps) Rottweilers (laughs) living in your house. That was fun. Oh, no. And so I thought, oh, my God. Basically, I said to the agent, no, you need to go around and basically catch these dogs in in the (laughs) act. They're they're there. And so he went round. She refused to answer the door. There was a video of her hiding the dogs in the shed that the (laughs) neighbour took. I know, bless them. The agent then went by, went round, went upstairs to the neighbours and called her as she was putting the dogs in the shed and said, hi, ex, so-and-so, I can see you, you're putting the dogs in the shed right now. And she replied, no joke, I swear, she said, no, that is not me, that is my sister. Oh, my goodness. And that is a true story. The thing is, right, three Rottweilers. Three. Right, that's a lot of dog poo. That's a three. lot of garden issues. That's, yeah. that's not a Must small have... amount of wear and tear, right? Yeah, when, when we finally got possession back of the... Um, of it, it was completely trashed, completely, completely trashed, oh, no. and that was my very first ever buy to let yeah. um, tenant experience. So don't let it put you off because I've now got other tenants and they're absolutely yeah. lovely, lovely people. So keep going, but yeah, just make sure <laughs> that you've definitely not got three Rottweilers in your house. Amazing, love yeah. it. Thank <laughs> you for those. Hopefully, someone will relate. Yes. And, and if you want to share your property disasters with us, then please. Oh, please, send please them in. do. That's the funniest bit. Yeah. Amazing. Or you could do a voice note. That would also be fun. Or a voice note. Yeah. So, girls, thank you so much. I'm so, so excited about this podcast. Woo! Um, We're all on social media. So do you want to say yours, Julia? Where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I provide daily content about mindset, properties, how to get into it, how to raise finance for property where you don't need to use your own funds, and many other tips and a bit of motivation aside it all. So if you just type in Julia and then my surname, G-O-L-E-B-I-E-W-S-K-A. So that would be great. Cool. Perfect. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, um, full name Athena Dobson. Um, usually I'm the only one because of how unusual my name is. And I'm also on Instagram as well. Um, I'm from Bournemouth, so any people in Bournemouth or the surrounding areas, feel free to reach out to me. Let's go for a coffee and a beach walk. I'd absolutely love that. 
amazing i'm on instagram sophie underscore rooms my business is room southampton we'll put all the links uh in the what do you call it show notes is that right yeah nod from simon um and we're girls in property pod on instagram and we are also girls in property pod at gmail.com so we'd love to hear from you please email us tell us your stories if you want to be a guest or if you know someone who'd be an interesting guest we would absolutely love to hear from you so i hope you have a great week and it's goodbye from all of us goodbye keep smashing it girls Before you go, here's a message from a future girl in property. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe and if you're feeling really fancy, leave us a review. Thank you.